Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 160, my good friends DG and Tiffany Holmes return to the show. I don't know why. That'll be my first question to them. Uh, they were on show 108, where they talk about their journey to adopt a child. Now it's about six months later, how time flies when you're having fun. And they return to update us what is going on. And there is a lot going on that we'll get into during the course of the show. All that and a lot more on the Dr. Anonymous show starting right now. that medicine and social media have to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio on a Thursday night. I am, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, yeah, I'm talking to you. You call me Dr. A, and you can always find me at dranonymous.com. That brings you the most current show schedule and also some blog posts, and also some TV interviews of me doing some local TV, talking about health issues, good stuff. I encourage you to check that out. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net, and big shout-out to my, I don't know what we call them now, Facebook fans, Facebook friends, people that like the show. I'm still confused about that deal, but go over there and hit the like button, and uh, that'll add you to uh, the list of people that like the show. I have no idea. Uh, but it also gives you some exclusive behind-the-scenes video of me doing this show. Very exciting. You can also go to DrAnonymous.org where you can subscribe to this show. That takes you right to my iTunes page. And you can also leave a comment. We'd appreciate that. And you can also listen in real time to this show on your iPhone or Blackberry or Palm Pre or pretty much any other mobile device, just direct your mobile browser to Dr. Anonymous, excuse me, to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous. Today is Thursday, April 22, 2010. It is 9 p.m. Eastern time and uh, at broadcast time here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters. The temperature here is 51 degrees Fahrenheit. Today is Earth Day 2010, and in celebration of this, if you saw my Twitter today, I am recycling old jokes. So, yes, I am. This, this show is green in more ways than one. 
Our guest coming up will be uh, my good friend, Stephanie Hollins, who are from the northern Kentucky area. I met DG at a conference called PodCamp Ohio, which is basically a geek conference uh, talking about social media. met him about a couple of years. We've stayed in touch uh, since then. And uh, I really encourage you to uh, check out Stratronomous Show 108, not now, <laughs> after the show. That'll get you a lot more of the uh, background story than what we'll get into here tonight. Uh, and you can download the show just go by going to dranonymous.org and uh, download show 108. And uh, um, I think that's about it. So, but first, but first, before we bring them on to the show, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show here again this evening on the front page. Welcome to those of you who are new to the show. I'm a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real physician. I am a family physician here in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And if you're listening live, and how can you not listen live to this show, you can see my smiling face here on the webcam here this evening. Just go to the top of the chat room Click on the webcam icon right next to my name, and you can join the show live. And if you're new here, you just uh, be warned that the uh, video stream and the audio stream do not exactly match up, but you will get the idea. Uh, before we uh, go to the break here, um, I do want to give a big shout-out to everybody in the chat room. We have our guests. Uh, we have some uh, unnamed guests. Uh, so welcome to the show. And if you would like to participate in the chat room by making fun of me, all you have to do is register here at the Blog Talk Radio site, and you'll be able to join in the fun of typing in the chat room. Also, uh, shout out to Jabulani, who is uh, listening live in England right now, where he's in the middle of the night. And I'm always humbled by people that uh, stay up in the middle of the night to watch not to watch and listen to this show. We have Liz, we have Cat, otherwise known as Landview Lowdown, and we have Ramona in our chat room here this evening. So I think I have all the particulars out of the way. I will take a little bit of a break here. And on the other side of the break will be our good friends, DG and Tiffany Hollins. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show a proud member of the network of podcasts. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com and also a proud member of the ProMed Network of Podcasts. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com and we will be right back. Lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show. And uh, on the line we have with us right now, returning to the show, <laughs> we have Gigi and Tiffany. Thank you so much uh, for uh, coming back to the show. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be here. You can physician my family any day. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, turn a cough for me. <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually, I have to, I have to uh, admit to something. I'm going to admit it to you and to the world right now. 
when people take my blood pressure in the doctor's office, it's a game to me. And I, I literally try to slow my breathing to stop my heart from pumping as fast. Yeah, but he's a strange kid that always had the knifer that somebody was going to sneak in and stick him with a hypodermic needle. Well, so. that's true, too. But isn't, I think, am I alone? Am I alone that's like the guy who's trying to yes. cheat the, the blood pressure? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a Jedi mind trick. I think that's what it is. I seriously, I'm telling you, I think it's I can do it. I think I'm doing I really do think I'm doing it. Yeah. I think I'm slowing down my heartbeat. I, I sit there and I calmly sit there and I breathe really deep and very slow and I can tell I can I can feel my heartbeat and I can <laughs> that just sounds not good to me. Don't do that. Wow. <laughs> this is video that would be validated, but this is this is audio. They're 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 freaking out right now. What's going on? Actually I'm kind of aroused, but that's a whole different show. It's um, Dr. A. It's like you're out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, this is only your second podcast today, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So, uh, uh, but yeah, you guys are, you guys are, guys are nuts today. We're, we're making <laughs> social media circus. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, um, so thank you for coming back. I, um, I, I still get email from people who listen uh, to the show, I think it was back at the end of the summer. That was show number 108, and uh, I have people um, who still either Twitter me or email me and say, hey, how, how did that couple do with, with that adoption? Because they, they love when you guys were on the show. They love when you shared your story. And, uh, um, and you know, as you know, you know we, we're Facebook friends, and there's been some updates and things. But uh, I guess kind of just take us back to, uh, I, I guess, where I want to start. And, and I'm not going to get into a lot of the background information. People can listen to the previous show. I just kind of want to pick up from where the show last. And um, I think from what I remember, um, there you were saying or there was going to be some, um, some visits back to, uh, to Texas where the, uh, the agency is at. Um, and I think that's where um, we kind of left things at, at the last show. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, seriously, hearing you say that, it makes me think, well, it just, it seems like it was so long ago. At least 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> feels like, feels like 10. <laughs> it's the FL 10. Feels like 10. Yeah. Maybe I'll just kind of fill things in for, for people who maybe didn't even listen to that show. Is that um, yeah, just from from my perspective, from from when I have people come and see me um, and talk about adoption um, and filling out paperwork and stuff, I only see uh, people, and I just saw some people a couple of weeks ago, um, and they shared their story with me just because I was curious to kind of see where they were at with things because um, I've known them for a lot of years. Um, it, it, it's a huge process, it, it's a, and, it, and just part is just, it's just a medical part. It's just a physical exam and, you know, making sure that, you know, from a medical standpoint as far as medical problems and this and that, that, uh, that, uh, um, that you're suitable for that. But, but it, it's a whole huge uh, process and a lot of interviews and a lot of talking to these people and that people and, and uh, um, it's curious from my standpoint is that you know you, you did do 
Uh, we did do some traveling uh, for that, and, and I guess I'm not, I don't know where I'm going with this question. Is I guess um, <laughs> rolling, uh, rolling, 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 doggies. I, 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 I was trying to think of where to where where to start. I, 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 I guess I'll just get, let you guys take the lead as far as where where would you would want to kind of um, pick up the story or where you want to start um, um, with the story here tonight. Sure, that's cool. Well, I mean, um, the first step that we had to do was to go back and, you know, of course, we had to have the the health checks and um, they did. Which like you a, could have done, but we didn't yeah, drive all the way up there. Um, I mean, and, <laughs> you know, they weren't awful. But then, you know, we had, I mean, probably 30 pages of just documents that we had to sign and read through. And, um, you know, we had to, you know, get get fingerprints for the FBI and it was awesome and DG really wanted to be tased and the guy wouldn't do it. <laughs> what, what I, I wanted like... him to be tased. And yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. And, you know, wow. we had to take copies of our marriage license and domestic violence statements that, you know, that we passed, that we passed. each other. We passed. And, <laughs> and then we even, you know, we had to fill out birth parent matching um, where we just, you know, went down a long list of questions of, you know, um, would you take a child with, you know, medical disabilities? Would you take a child that the, that the mother was using drugs before? Yeah, mixed ethnic background. Yeah, I mean, it, it had like, it had ethnicities and we were supposed to mm. rank them. You know, on would would Caucasian wow. you know, oh. be a one or a five? You know, African American, and I mean, I, I just, added a line at the bottom that was like Martian. I mean, it. Yeah. You know, we were like, we we'll take alien baby from Rockwell. Really, I mean, and you know, boy or girl, and I have people ask me all the time, you know, do you want a boy or a girl? It's like, uh, we don't care. I mean, it the baby could be honestly a Martian. And we would be fine. Not honestly, you know. she's joking. No, I am. I'm serious. No, you're not. I would take a Martian. Um, <laughs> but you know, we we also. <laughs> oh wait, I'm married to one. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> that hurts exactly. right there. Someone, someone Ow. seriously, put a dagger in my back. Someone, please take it out. I got, I got, I got your back, man. Thanks. <laughs> you're, whatever you're twisting it. <laughs> We had we no, had but, but, background but, but no, no, I want to go back to that, you know, because that is one of the most humbling experiences of, of, that I've ever done when I've had to fill something out on a sheet of paper. Because yeah. no, no other parent in the world gets to be able to decide if they want a boy or a girl. No other parent. Well, you know, there are some there are some genetic things that we can do, but most parents really? don't get to do these things and make these decisions. Um, you know, to be able to say, are you willing to have a Down syndrome, baby? Are you willing to do all these different things? And, you know, there's a bunch. You know, this is not something that most people get to choose. And so mm-hmm. it was really difficult for us because we said, I tell you, if we had a Down syndrome, baby, we would love that baby if it was our own. Mm-hmm. You know, right, we, right. we would have a choice if that was that, that way. Our choice would be, yes, we are loving any any child that we would have. And so the sheer fact that, we're having to make these choices and so just making really them hard. was really difficult and just tons of, I mean, it was just gut wrenching and, and uh, tons of prayer and, and worry and thoughts and everything went into this. And, you know, and, and a lot of, and some of the stuff was, would you be okay with a birth mother having certain, you know, kinds of drugs, doing drugs while pregnant or drinking while pregnant? 
or smoking while pregnant, you know, and just all those different things we're having to make choices on. So I, d- I just don't want to make that a light thing. I mean, it was a very, very difficult, um, you know, at a soul level challenge mm-hmm. to fill that out. And you don't want to feel like you're, you know, shopping for a child. And, you know, some of the questions that we get are, you know, what, you know, what, what ethnicity, you know, and, um, it's really it's really hard for me to answer um, because, you know, honestly, our preference, you know, what what I told the caseworker at one point is, you know, we want the child that nobody else wants. You know, um, I feel like DG and I are uniquely suited to be able to, you know, love a child. And um, I have cousins that, you know, are from they're they're of Mexican descent and are in a, you know, a white family. And I've seen the challenges. And so I don't live in a dream world that it's going to not be difficult. But um, just choosing that was so, was so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just yuck. Yeah, especially, you know, especially the, the one with the drug use and alcohol use and things like that. And because Tim and I just, you know, we're, we're trying to be as open and as honest with ourselves as possible and realizing that this would be our first child, not our second adoption, not our third adoption, but um, but our first child. And so if it's going to be our first child, you know, could we really, truly, honestly be able to care for a child that has special needs? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, right. in those kinds of questions, we're basically saying, well, maybe not the first child, but, you know, but we would definitely do that the second or third child once we feel out this parent thing, (laughs) you know, to a certain extent. You know, and for us, too, the question was, you know, would you take a toddler? Would you take siblings? And, you know, uh, DJ and I talked about, you know, we, we would be fine with siblings. We would be fine with twins, except for you have to pay for two adoptions. And, you know, it, it just, for us, it was just, it was honestly, you know, if we had endless amount of money, I mean, I've told DG my dream job would be to have run an orphanage, um, you know, but my problem was I wouldn't give any of the kids up for adoption, which therefore it wouldn't be an orphanage. But, you know, it's, for us, it's, you know, we, we want to be able to be the best parents that we can. And we know that no situation is perfect. So it's really different having to pick take these things. Yeah, I'm still going back to the I want to start an orphanage that no one can leave. <laughs> like the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this poor <laughs> children. It's like rock and swing. Wow. Gonna leave. <laughs> isn't that uh, isn't that how you guys got married? You can be my boyfriend but you can never leave. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I will let you have my body. It was a life contract. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, for us it was just like um, you know, I, I think for our first child, you know, and, and I told DG, I think DG would just be happy, you know, with any child. But for me, I really wanted, I really just want to have the baby experience. I want, I want to be able yeah. to have an infant and, and go through that horrible not sleeping, you know, and people say things like, oh, you know, just wait. And it's like, no, you don't understand. I mean, when you wait for 10 years, it really, I mean, it, it really has changed my priorities. It's changed my thinking on it. Um, you know, I just, I, I want to be able to have that experience. And, and when you, when you honestly face a possibility that you wouldn't have that experience, you realize how precious it is. But for our future children after that, you know, I, 
I would love to be able to, you know, take a toddler, take a elementary, right? You know. Yeah. So anyway, so where are we keep on going down the the list. Yeah, I have unless, list. unless Doctor, do you have any questions or anything like that? We're just going to run your show. Yeah. No. 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 This is good. This is, uh, I, 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 I guess that. Um, so did they give you a, a any kind of timetable of when you would be notified of anything? Like you know, like Christmas came and went, and were you? Like, you know, I would presume you were probably hoping to hear something by then, or did did they kind of give you any kind of timeline at all of when? any kind of notification would happen or, or it would just be a phone call or letter and say, you know, this is the decision. I mean, really to begin with what we're working towards is being approved and they have, you know, long list, a long list of items that you have to do to be officially approved. And so for us, it was just kind of going down this list and getting them done. And, you know, it's like you had to get, reference letters and um, do the general agreement. You had to pay your home study fee. And so for us, the big parts were we had to do our home study. Um, and so that so that was a big part of it. And then we also had to fly down to Gladney for our interview with our caseworker. And so right. then following those two things, what they would do is they would take all of the information. Um, our caseworker would write up a report. The person that did our home study would write up the report. And then it would go before another board to basically say, do we approve these people for adoption? And so it was all of those. I mean, there were, you know, copious amounts of paperwork that we had to get in just to get to the point of being approved. Yeah, definitely. And and so they, technically they did not give us any timelines because, um, you know, a lot of it is, 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 is on us. So however long it takes us to fill this stuff out. Uh, but once we're approved, you know, of course, you have to constantly pay as you go the whole time. So you had to pay a third up front, then you have to pay half of it right now. So we we are going to send that check off literally within the next week or two yeah. and uh, which is just a huge blessing. It's like 13,500 bucks and a huge, huge blessing because uh, my grandmother who has passed away now um, gave us money for, you know, I think it was originally meant to, meant to be for college education for our kids. Uh, but it's hard but to educate yeah, kids if you don't have them. You know, yeah. You can't <laughs> educate them. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, so. I got that. Yeah. So I think my parents basically just said, oh, I think the, the adoption is a good reason for a lot of that stuff. So anyway, by the grace of God and and, uh, and uh, grandparents and parents that think forward uh, about taking care of people financially in the future, uh, we're getting to be able to pay that half that half of it. So so now we're we, you know we're almost to the to the top there. We still need some money and still raising money in the midst of that. But um, anyway, so we're going to send that check off in about two weeks, and they're also basically saying the next step is for us to create our profile, mm-hmm. which is really a misnomer. I, it always cracks me up to call it a profile. It's crazy. <clears throat> because what it really yeah. is. It's a scrapbook. It's, yeah. it's basically a scrapbook that can be no longer than 10 pages where you basically try to express in pictures and text um, who you are as a couple. And, I mean, honestly, for us, it's just, I don't know about DG, it's daunting. And, you know, for, for me, I know for me personally, each, each stage, um, I'm a slow processor. I have to think through things and process things and journal through things. And so I've seen very definite stages of processing for me. You know, it's like we, we honestly had to have friends come around us um, to even get the first 
you know, step of even starting this process because it's like we were so tired from just even getting there um, that, you know, then we jumped the hurdle of getting the home study and all that stuff. And I have funny stories about getting ready for the home study that are purely at DG's expense. But, you know, so it's like we do that, we do the interview, and then afterwards it's like, okay, so, you know, your next step is make this book, and it's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, how do you even express who you are in a scrapbook? In a 10-page front-and-back scrapbook. Yeah. And it's, and it's supposed to be mostly filled with pictures. Yeah. And it's like yeah. no pictures of you getting married, no pictures of old, you know, old pictures of you because they won't be able to identify with you and no picture. I mean, it's just like it's crazy. And you write a letter to the birth mother. And so then what they do is they um, we once we turn in our scrapbook, then they give those our caseworker will pass on that scrapbook to birth mothers to birth parents that she thinks are a good fit based on you know the matchings that we did and and basically our caseworker told us you know because we're so open on everything and because we've honestly listed you know that we would our first, you know it sounds horrible but our first choice is we would love to have a baby of of hispanic descent um, you know, and then after that, it was like Hispanic, African-American, you know, but it's like, I mean, I think she just could tell that we just, we just want a baby. And so, right, you know, she right. said because of how open we are, that it could go really quickly. And, you know, and then from that point, it just depends on when the birth mother chooses you, where she's at in her pregnancy. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you might find a birth mother that's like, yeah, I want y'all to be it, but and I I'm still have, week. yeah, or next week, or I still have eight months, you know, it's just... <laughs> You never know where they're at in their pregnancy. So, you know, the, it could happen really soon or it could happen, you know, mm-hmm. you know, over a little bit, a little bit over a year from now. You just don't know exactly where everything's at in the process. Plus, we, you know, we got to we got to make sure we raise the rest of that money to be able to pay for that final payment Yeah. Um, as well. And. And we're also having to take uh, infant CPR classes and and, and parenting, uh, classes, parenting classes, parenting classes. Yeah, then we have to show them that we're either reading a book or taking infant classes. Infant care classes, which I think I've already taken with DG. That's right, because I am a baby. <laughs> well, it's it, 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 it's so it all it's so interesting all the stuff that you guys have had to do, and then there's other people that have babies that you know that have done none of that stuff, and it's really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you the number of times I've heard, "Wow, uh, you're going to be professional parents." When I know a lot of kids, <laughs> you know, this one person said, including myself, that have a baby because of a backseat car and too many beers. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, "Yeah, thanks for reminding us how frustrating it is being infertile." <laughs> <laughs> I like, I love being infertile. Um, you know, people say to me, "Gosh, I mean, you know." you're so lucky and it's like, yeah, it's, it rocks being infertile, you know, and, yeah. but, but honestly, you know, I, I say that though, because I don't want to make people feel bad. It's just, you know, it's to the point where it's humorous for us now. It is. You know, I it's mean, just, it's, you know, right. I mean, we, 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 we got into that a lot of when you were on the show before and, and, you know, for people who didn't, who didn't uh, listen before, I mean, you know, I mean, we talked a lot about, you know, going through, you know, the whole infertility thing, even before this step, and something that I'm really starting to try to understand now, is even in this adoption process, there are um, kind of 
forks in the road, signposts in the road, and it's really kind of a, you know, a, a state, you, you know, you go through this stage, and then you go through this stage, and then you complete this stage, yeah. and a lot, you know, a lot of it is kind of a checkbox type of thing, and, and some of it is random stuff, and um, it's, uh, I, I really appreciate you sharing your story, because I, I don't, I, I, I don't really know a lot about, you know, going through all of this. I didn't realize that. I mean, I knew there was a lot of stuff, but I really didn't appreciate how much stuff uh, you're going through just from a uh, 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 just just completing tasks. I mean, forget the whole whole emotional part that you're going through as well. Well, and definitely. I mean, you said checkmark. Literally, Tiffany has our adoption booklet <laughs> open, and it's just filled with checkmarks. The whole left side is a bunch of checkmarks that we've literally had to check off as we get them done. And then we get phone calls from the adoption agency, Edna Gladney, there in, um, in Plano. Is it Plano? Is that where they're? No, Fort Worth. Yeah. Anyway, Fort Worth, Texas. And they're calling us saying, hey, you still need this, 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 and this. You know, then once you get these in, we can move to the next step. And so, yes, I mean, it is so involved. Uh, you know, I had no idea how involved it was uh, when we first started this process. But I tell you what, um, you know we're we're still on it and we're not going to stop. <laughs> and uh, and no matter how many how many check marks we have to get, we will keep on doing this uh, for the rest of our lives if need be. Because <laughs> yeah. we are ready to be a mommy and a daddy big time. And I think you know I, I it's it's really helped me to talk to my aunt and uncle. Um, my aunt Shirley and Uncle Gordon had the same you know almost the same story that we've had, um, and and they went and went on to adoption from infertility and she told me um you know even even before we started the adoption process that she felt like you know when they were accepted for adoption they she said i felt like i was expecting and um we've had just really really dear friends along the way that you know there's a lady at my church that um, i work with and she's a really good friend and she's expecting in july and she, you know, came to me a couple of weeks ago and said, you know, I was looking at myself in the mirror and realized that I'm changing and getting, you know, I'm getting this belly. And she said, but I realized, you know, you're expecting. And she said, and I just, I really feel like I want to throw you guys a shower. And, you know, so people now are like, oh, my gosh, when is the baby coming? And it's like, we have no idea. Yeah. You know, it. <laughs> no idea it's like a christmas present could just be dropped off in you know and it it has that feeling of you know you're going to wake up one morning and there's going to be your baby but then there's this other thing that you know it's like we've been preparing it for it for so long um i think that for me personally i, I don't know about dd but um there's there's some parts of me now you know like we went um wasn't it like two weeks ago, DJ, and we registered at Babies R Us? And that yeah. was the most surreal experience I've ever had. I I walked in and immediately felt like, oh, my gosh, I totally don't belong here. Um, and then the lady is like, when are you due? And it's like, we have no clue. We're adopting. Um, you know, and so it – but – it's like I had wanted to do that for so long and felt like I never could. And it was always such a painful point for me. Right. But that, I mean, we got halfway through and I just, I just was on complete total overload. I just could not process it. It's like, I just wanted to like just click things and it's like, Oh my gosh. I just, it, the, the process to me is, is very emotionally overwhelming and you'd have to understand me to know that when I say emotionally overwhelming, it means I say it's emotionally overwhelming and that's 
all I can muster up, whereas Deezy's just sitting there, you know, bawling, crying. Yeah. He expresses my emotions for me, but it's it's just trying to wrap your mind around that, you know, there is this yeah, it's, child out it's, there. You know, it, I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's so cliche, full circle, but I mean, it's, you know, as you begin this whole process way, 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 way back there, it's just, you know, you you know, you you, you 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 try to have a child naturally, and then you go the fertility route, and then you start this whole adoption process, and then you're accepted, and then you go to Babies R Us, and it's I can't even imagine that moment, you know, as all of that is crashing onto you and saying, "Wow, uh, we're right here." Um, yeah. And that's got to be really um, obviously emotional, but it just, uh, you know, I'm trying just to try to picture that and just hearing your story and trying to put all that together. And, and yeah, I mean, that's got to hit you all at once. And then you got to shop. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I can't exactly. even imagine that. Exactly. And you have to shop in a store that there's just filled with all kinds of stuff and crap and what's good. What's that? You know, literally we were walking through babies are us. And I have my iPhone open, and I'm like, on Consumer Reports going, no, not that one. Do that one. Do they have this that one? one will Where's chop that one? Finger Where's that one at? You know, you know, it's it's like, like, what are the recalls on this? <laughs> oh, my God. So it was just a recall. Seriously. It's like, no, 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 that's good. That's good. Like, mother my baby. I don't want this cart because it'll chop my finger off, you know. And then it's like, you know, and then Dee Dee's goes, you know, which one do you like? And I think, well, I like that color. And Dee Dee's like, Tiffany, you cannot pick a stroller based on the color. And I'm thinking, why the heck not? Because it will kill our baby. (laughs) It felt like we were like making life or death decisions, you know. It's like, it it just... It it, it really is like, and so so we we have registered on Babies R Us, Target, and you can all get to all these things on dot com too, and uh, and uh, Amazon, and Amazon, and on, and on the Amazon, if you go through our list, I'm like, <laughs> we picked this one because of Consumer Reports. We picked this one because of Consumer Reports. And he picked out a diaper bag, like you went to geekydad.com. Yeah, and so I'm trying to like find that. a diaper bag that I can be able to, you know, be proud of. It's got like, you know, an asshole with zippers and like tons of little pockets everywhere, and I can bring it out and like military guys, like I use that. Um, I'm like, I know, dude, oh, this my is my gosh. diaper bag. And he's like, yeah, we need a jogging stroller, and I'm like. Who the heck is going to be jogging with our baby? Well, it's, it's preemptive thinking that I need to lose weight, so it'd be a good excuse, right? <laughs> like, hey, little one, let's go for a walk. I'm like, mommy's going to take me into the jogging stroller and then call the ambulance to meet me a block away. Yeah, yeah with Tiffany's hip dysplasia, which we think might be some of the causes and reasons why we're infer- infertile with all the x-rays she had as a baby. Tiffany would probably get in the car and have the infant seat you know, strapped to the trailer hitch in the back. <laughs> Just so the child can get inside a little bit. And... Yeah, and, you know, the home study, They're not going to approve us now. They're, they're going to be like, no, gonna be like, we're we disapproving re- them. We revoke your approval. <laughs> we take it back. Um, the home study was crazy. DG was, like, trying to put all the child-proofing stuff at our house. Yeah, because, okay, so it's one of the requirements, right? Like, we have to we have to get every cabinet that's accessible to the children to have a, to have a child lock on there. Dude, Doctor, have you ever have you ever tried to put those things in? Yeah, they're they're, they're doctor proof. I can't do it. Oh, it's Dude, horrible! It was the most horrendous thing I've ever done. And I mean, I I still have more to go. Like I'm gonna have to keep doing more of them. And so eventually, I was just like, screw this! And I just got those those doorknob things that spin over the doorknob, and you have to like put your fingers through the holes to be able to undo it or whatever. 
And I was like, well, I don't have to put anything in those cabinets in that one because I can just close the door. <laughs> this little I mean, door it's like 20 minutes before the lady is coming to do our home study. And, you know, we, we talked to tons of people that have done this before and they're like, they really don't look through your house. And, but I mean, like DJ has all this podcasting equipment. And if you look at my Facebook picture, just, I took a picture of our dog laying on the cords. It's like, cord death underneath his desk. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is the scariest tangle of cords. And so, you know, we moved the office around because I'm thinking she's going to look in there and think, good Lord, like going to strangle the kid on a cord. <laughs> and, you know, and then DG's putting these things on and it just, it was so funny because he was getting so oh, mad. Dude, I was cussing all over oh, the place. I was God. wanting to throw the hammer everywhere. And Timmy's like, would you please bad. stop it? Just calm down. She's going to be here in an hour. And I'm like, I'm going to finish this. <laughs> and so he didn't finish it. But she was like, you know, you're going to need child proof your house. And I opened up the, like, I only did like four cabinets. It's four, four doors. I didn't even get and I said, see, see, we've already started. And she's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, she and didn't know that we only like, done four of them. <laughs> do you have any concealed weapons? And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. No. We're like, no, we don't have any concealed weapons. What are you talking about? No, we don't have any weapons. We go downstairs to the home theater closet, <laughs> open up the closet, and there's a gigantic battle axe. Yeah, I have a, like a Renaissance Festival, you know, museum, museum replica battle axe in the home theater closet. And I was like, oh, just ignore that. That's not a concealed weapon. It's not even sharp. It's just, it's yeah, it didn't go over well. I mean, she was like, I understand. It's okay. She was really sweet. But I was like, oh, gosh, I can't believe I totally forgot about that. Well, and then you know, <laughs> in our interview with our caseworker, that, you know, we went in at 1 o'clock and left at like 5.30. And, I mean, she, you know, is asking us questions like, you know, how did you guys meet? Um, she spent a lot of time at this first talking to us about the infertility. I think really wanting to make sure that, you know, we had dealt through it. And, you know, questions like, you know, how do you feel about the fact that you won't have a biological child? And, you know. We're um, like, well, the technical term is crappy. Sucks. You know, but, but then it was like, you know, how did you come to the journey from infertility to adoption? And, um you know, and just questions about our relationship. And it was like, what do you love about each other? And, um, you know, we had time where she interviewed us separately, interviewed us together. And I remember asking me, you know, what what do you love about DJ? And I was like, I love everything about him. And I can see the look at him like, sure you oh do. And then she was like, what drives you crazy about him? And I was like, everything. And everything. then you know, Everything. I mean, the things hey, I love about him here. are the things that drive me crazy, you know, and, and it, it was really cool being able to tell her our story. And, you know, she's like, how long have you guys been married? And we're like, I know, we're like newlyweds. Um, but just, you know, the questions she asked us were really, you know, really important for us to answer. Um, you yeah. know, questions about, you know, how are you going to explain to your child what it means to be adopted? You know, when are you going to explain that to them? How are you going to explain it to them? Um, and, you know, a really cool thing that's happened for me is that, you know, I've got, I've gotten a lot of chances to talk with my cousin who is adopted and asking him, you know, what has helped you in this process? Like, you know, what, what would you say to your child who's adopted? Um, You know, and, and so it's just, I'm really actually thankful that we've had to do all the things that we've had to do because for me personally, it's helped me process through it. And I, and I want to add one of the things that kind of, that I did not think about uh you know i've been telling everybody i was so excited about whoever this birth mother is 
I'm so excited about getting to to take care of her and love her. Not, you know, I can't, you know, she's not going to be living next door to us or anything or living in her house or something. But And the birth but, father if he's... Yeah, birth father if he's still in the picture and stuff like that. It's just, you know, here's another opportunity for us to get to know them and to help them any way we possibly can. And somebody else to adopt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we would literally treat them as if we were adopting them as well. We'd invite them to Christmas and birthdays and stuff like that. But then, you know, the 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 lady that was doing the caseworker stuff, and then I also heard this from another lady in our church earlier, but they said they said to themselves, and they said, they said, well, sometimes you have to be careful about that because there's going to come a time where that birth mother says, it's hurting me more by by staying around in the child's life in some instances, yeah. and I need to move on. And I never thought about that. I, and that, So it was really great getting to be able to have that conversation with the caseworker mm-hmm. uh, to be able to say, you know, wow, I, I, I respect and, and I, I realized that I could have I could have could have been tempted to be able to say, no, don't don't go. Oh, no, it's OK. When that might have been even more harming to the birth mother, not allowing her to move on mm-hmm. with her life and, you know, and her family someday and things like that. Well, and I think, you know, um, our caseworker was telling us, you know, that I, she seemed really surprised that we are as open as we are, we're, we're ready. You know, we see, we see all of this as an opportunity and, you know, it may not have been the way that we originally chose or thought that we would start our family, but it's, it's, we're finding it's the best way that we could start our family. It's, it's the way that's perfect for us. And then, you know, I, I think that she was, I think it was really refreshing for her to see that, you know, we realized this is not our biological child. We can't even fool ourselves that it is and that this this other piece of the puzzle is there, that the mother, the birth mother and birth father are, are there and that if they want to be involved as much as they want to be involved or as little as they want to be involved, that we want to be open to that. And it it is it is the path that, is before us and you know she said that because that's very rare you know that it really could make the process go very quickly um that you know a, a birth mother might be sitting there and being like oh my gosh you know this is this is the family and um you know so for us it was really interesting to hear that you know what what seems so normal to us is not normal i guess we're weird Oh, everyone knew that we were. Um, uh, my guests are uh, uh, DG and Tiffany Hollins, um, and we have a few minutes left. Well, why don't we just uh, uh, we take a little bit of a break and uh, uh, give you guys a chance to catch your breath? And, and uh, yeah, we'll, uh, shut up. That's right. <laughs> we'll uh, back here on the Doctor Anonymous show. Don't go anywhere.
And welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show. Um, our guests are DG and Tiffany Hollum. So something that, uh, that I wanted to, to, um, to ask is um, you, you have this great community that has just kind of surrounded you through this process um, and uh, even throwing a baby shower from, for you guys. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, the, uh, about your community that's, that's, that's been supporting you through you know, uh, this process? Yeah, sure. I, I'll let Timmy talk about the local community, and then I'll talk a little bit about the social internet community. You know, it it really began with we had a friend named Julie that we had known at a church that we were at before, and um, just I think the the story of the infertility and watching us go through that and seeing us when we were newly married and and just seeing how much we love kids and love teenagers that it just it just broke her heart. I mean, she couldn't even think about it without crying, and she said that she just she felt led to help us to become parents. And I mean, honestly, it was at a time where we needed we needed that you know kind of push from behind. Um, to encourage us, you know, to to take that first step. Because, you know, I think the thing that I would say to couples that are going through this, you know, even even going through the infertility and trying to move from that to adoption is that I totally understand in ways I never would have before just that inertia that you can feel that, that you know, it's almost like you – if you hope and hope and hope for something and you try month after month after month for something to happen, you can almost build up these defense mechanisms to where it's, it's like concrete. It makes it hard for you to move forward. And um, it just meant so much to us that we had, you know, these, and they were young mothers just kind of come around us and say, we want you to be able to experience this. And, you know, and then the showers just again, you know, our friends saying, you know, whenever you get this baby, we want you to be ready. And uh, it's just pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, it really is. We already had one lady uh, give us a crib, changing table, and dressers. I mean, it's just wow. <laughs> we, wow. We, we had to take the guest bed out of the room to be able to put the stuff in the, in the now nursery. And, I mean, it's nice stuff. It's like cherry really wood. There's nice. no way we could afford No way could we have ever afforded anything like that. And, uh, and, and, of course, it will convert into a bed and all kinds of stuff. And, and they just had it in their house. They weren't using it anymore. And they said, Larry, we would much rather give it to you knowing that it's going to be going to another child than we ever would to sell it or, you know, take it to one of these secondhand stores or something like that. So just mind-boggling how much support and love have gone into helping us. And I tell you, the, the first gift we got from Amazon that someone bought for our baby registry was a tech gift. How freaking awesome is that? But it was, a, it, was a, it was a baby monitor, and I was like, whoever bought this, they didn't buy it for you, Tiffany. They bought it for me. I meant our baby. And, uh, and, so, and it, like, it's the coolest baby, you know, baby uh, monitor in, in, on the market, which it, Consumer Reports is one of the best ones that you can possibly find. But it has, like, it has, like, a temperature in the room. I was like, okay, come on, that's a little bit much. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't care about that stuff. I just care if it's a cool color. You know, it's a DG. I mean, yeah, it's white. a lot of, Born, a lot right. of the girls, you know, are saying, oh, my gosh, you need this stroller, you need this whatever. And I'm like, okay, here's DG's number, you know, text him, because honestly, if it's left up to me, I'm choosing it based on color. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, color's fine. Yeah, like the scrubs you wear, you probably get you probably get to choose their color, right? He's a doctor. 
You don't wear scrubs. You just wear the coat. Yeah. Uh, it, it, any the- any it, if it's blue, then it's uh, I can pick the color, something like that. Uh-huh. Nice. Well, anyway, so so that's the local community. It's mostly made up of church members uh, at the church that we serve at as pastors. Um, and uh, but it's also made up of other friends too that we've developed just in the area that don't attend church or don't attend our church or anything like that too. So that's uh, that's the local community. The cool thing that it, that's happening now is every time we update our, our adoption blog, which you put a link in the chat room, it's adoption.holums.com, and you spell Holums H-O-L-L-U-M-S dot com. You can read about our journey there, and you could, and if you want to give via PayPal, you can or whatever else. But um, the cool thing is, is people are reading this on Facebook, people are reading it on Twitter, and things like that, and they're saying, "Hey, I'm I'm not live all the way across the world, but I can still be able to be a part of this journey, and I can still mm-hmm. be a part of your life and of this child's life, and um, and, and and so they can, you know, and so people are literally saying, "I can't make it to the shower because I'm billions <laughs> of miles away." Uh, actually, <laughs> they don't live. In the, they don't live in the moon. We're good, but. Uh, but yeah, actually, awesome, it's though. further away than the moon, a billion miles. It's you're, you're going further than the solar. Anyway, I'm <laughs> uh, going geeky, honest. <laughs> but uh, but you know they live, live really really far away, but they still want to be a part of it. They still love us. They still want to show their support in what's going on uh, in this beautiful adoption. And so the cool thing is, is people are are buying stuff for our shower that don't even live around here. Yeah. Um, because they want to be a part of it, or they want, or they're giving money to go towards the adoption to be able to pay for all the fees and the adoption agency and stuff like that. So, uh, it's just it's just mind-boggling um, the support that we've that we've had. Um, you know, even you, you know, the support of you having us on and and you supporting us in other ways too is just mind-blowing. I mean, we just it's so hard for us to. He's about to start crying. Shut up. Um, it's. <laughs> Shut up! Seriously. I've been cutting on you. Anyway, I mean, help, help us understand and and wrap our minds around our minds and hearts around the fact that we are expecting. Yeah, and 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 I think that it's I think it's really beautiful to be able to tell this child that yes, you know, we are your parents. But you are here because people all over the U.S. and all over the world loved you so much that they wanted to to be a part of your life. That's got to be so empowering and so it, it's such an amazing uh, experience. I mean, traditional adoptions way back when, very few people would be able to say that. Mm-hmm. But now that we have social media, now that we have Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all these different things, we're actually developing friends all over the world through podcasting and, and things like that. So it's just amazing to be able to see and to be able to tell this child, you are, yes, you are a product of your birth mom and your birth daddy, but you are also a product of several, several, and I can, I can easily say hundreds, if not thousands of people that love you and care for you. Um, you were chosen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, wow. You know, and, I tell my family, it's like, oh, my gosh, I mean, we get this baby. I'm just, like, going to be in a total state of shock for a couple of weeks. You know, it's just, I, it, it seems like such a monumental event to me. Um, you know, and, and I think what makes it so special for us is that 
you know, we we really committed early on in this process to share to share this with other people, you know, to share the good parts, to share the really awful parts. And, you know, I with with the hope and prayer that our journey could help somebody. Um, you know, and, and so I think that's what makes it so special is that you know, yeah. we haven't done this alone. Definitely, and that's and that's the great thing too. We have not been doing this alone all along. It's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. I don't know how I don't know how much time you got there, man. I don't want to talk over you. Be like, hey, we gotta go. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. No, 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 no. no it's, it's, all, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Okay. Um, um, uh, so, I, what, what was it like? Uh, so, I, are you you're in the midst of the process of putting the nursery together now? How 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 was how is that going? Is that is that fun or is it just really really stressful or both? You know, it's uh, it's it's, 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 yeah, it's completely surreal to be able to walk into the room and go, oh wow, this is not a bedroom anymore. I I can't (laughs) I I still cannot wrap my mind around that it's a nursery, and and so I don't really go in there a whole lot because I I cannot I just can't process it. And you know, we were the past couple of months the the it really been an unknown of whether we were going to live you know stay in this house or were we going to be moving and so you know I've been dreaming you know for years of how we would decorate the nursery and paint and all this stuff and and we just felt like we really couldn't do that um you know because we might be moving and blah 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 but it's I just I can't it's like you know I love to crochet baby blankets for people that have babies like that has been a huge way that I like coped through the whole infertility stuff and um and the waiting and I just cannot bring myself to start that blanket and part of that's just the perfectionist in me like it has to be the perfect blanket you know but it it's just it's it's surreal you thought the same thing with your husband right it just yeah, has exactly. to be the perfect man it has to be the <laughs> yeah. okay, so one thing about the nursery right now is uh like it's just it's all white so we really haven't had time to paint anything in it uh we've got the furniture in there but um, i i didn't put the crib together properly i think because you know it was given to us and they didn't actually have the instruction manual with it so i had to go online find the instruction manual on how to put it together and then put it together because they had to take it apart just to get it out of their nursery and uh so oh, right wait now, wait wait Wait, you, you you read the instructions? Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm Not really. No. I'm an instruction dude, but I didn't follow them. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's cool. I read stuff. I just don't follow. <laughs> but, all right. Or or maybe, maybe oh well, I could clarify and be able to say I read it and I tried to follow it. I did kind of follow it because you know I was like, oh okay, this goes here. That makes sense. But I didn't read the 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 steps in which it's supposed to go there. So basically, ah. the only thing that's needed right now is the springs that the actual mattress is on. And uh, and basically the only way I'm going to be able to put it up and put it on there correctly is if I have three other people holding up all the other corners and letting me tighten the bolt on it. But the, the oh one thing we don't God. have right now, the one thing we don't have right now is, uh, is, the, uh, is the, uh, the mattress. We don't have a mattress. So right now it's just, it's, and we even have we got sheets and we've got bedding, but we don't have a mattress. So and I and, and we were gonna go buy a mattress and I thought to myself, wait a second, I don't know what the best mattress is. Oh my god. And so and that that was it, you know, the best mattress. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's very I mean, it's I think some of it, you know, it's it's a very emotional journey and 
um, you know, to those that are out there that, you know, are thinking of adopting. And, you know, I, I told somebody a while ago, you know, that I, I felt bad. There was a part of me that felt bad, you know, we're adopting and it wasn't our first choice. And this, this lady looked at me and said, adoption is nobody's first choice. You know, it's not the birth parent's first choice. It's not that child's first choice, but it can be the perfect choice. And I really am feeling that. Um, it's it's really hard to wrap your mind around, though. Um, and, you know, and people come up to us all the time. I mean, it's like they're so excited. And they just think that, like, there's this baby, like, cooking somewhere in a, you know, it's like this baby is ready to pop out and we're going to come to church one Sunday and have a baby. And, you know, it's like it's I'm starting to get the little butterflies in my stomach thinking, oh, my gosh. I mean, I I will just completely freak out if we had a baby. Oh. I mean, it, it seems like, um, you know, and I'm not judging at all. It's just it's just a. Um, you're you kind of, you know, um, I mean, you, this, this process has been so long for you that, that, uh, you know, it's really not going to hit you until it actually happens because at yeah. each step it's been like, well, it might, and it hasn't. And, you know, now mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it might, it might, and it might not. And it's just, um, you know, and, and it's a completely normal thing to do, you know, and, and I definitely hear you saying, yeah, well, it really hasn't hit me and, and it's really not going to hit me. And it's probably not going to hit me for like maybe the first year or, you know, and it's, uh, uh, and, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, you know, the, 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 the emotional journey is, is, um, you know, as fascinating as kind of the check, the check mark journey as far as going through adoption. It is. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, you know, and some of it is, I, I really do think some of it is the psychological part of, you know, of you, it, it's like you, the emotional part of wanting so much to have a child and that being so much of who you are. And, you know, for DJ and I both, it's like the other day he asked me, you know, what is your dream job? And it's like, honestly, I mean, I just want to be a mommy, like job schmob, right, it doesn't right. matter to me. And, you know, I think that we've gotten to the point that all of the extra fluff has been taken away. Like, none, it, none of the other stuff matters to us. And But it's, you know, I, I think you build up defense mechanisms, I know that I have, of it's like, right. you know, it's no, 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 no. It's like maybe no, maybe no, maybe no. And so to move from, oh, my gosh, it really actually could happen. It's not cynicism. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, like, oh my like, gosh. Like. It, it's not cynicism, and it's, but it's, um, I'm not really sure what it is. It's, you know, I, I think I'm just going to honestly just so be sitting there cynicism. staring at that baby and just, yeah. it's, it's surreal is the only word I can think of. It's, it's honestly surreal. Great. That's great. This baby's going to be crying in your arms and you're just going to be staring at it like, <laughs> it's surreal. Are you real? Are you real? <laughs> I think I see a over a, a tree limb. That's kind of no, and I think too, like um, different different parts. Like DG and I think of this and process through it differently. I'm very you know contemplative. I have to think through things and wrap my mind around right. it. Whereas I think right. DG will be the one that will just be you know just jump in with both feet and be yeah. like whatever. Yeah. Okay, she's, she's the dude and I'm the chick I in the relationship. It really so. is 
IMBD. I wasn't going to and- say that, but uh, yeah, it, it took, uh, it took 59 <laughs> no. minutes to come out. But yes, it's come out. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Although I am very hairy and have a penis. I just want to clarify that too. Yeah, we're glad. Um, you know, and for wow. me, it, it's not that I'm not ready. It's that I'm over ready and have been ready for so long that the thought of it really actually happening is hard for me to... Over-re-ready. Over-re-ready. You know, but yeah, DG is definitely the, you know, he, he's the one that, you know, it really matters to him what kind of equipment we get, and I'm just... Yeah, I'm, just I'm thinking more safety than anything else. That's all it is. Ease of use and safety, come on. But if, if they would just make strollers that were super techie, I'd be all over that. And they might actually do that, but it probably costs like, like four thousand dollars. Plug in your iPhone and yeah, I mean, how else is the baby going to give us calls if he doesn't have an iPhone or she doesn't have an iPhone? <laughs> Come on. Well, yeah, we got to register for it. That's the deal. That, that's exactly a baby the iPhone. <laughs> wow. Oh, let's let's leave it up to leave it up to Steve Jobs to figure that one out. Wow. Oh, and he will. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, how can I make the iPad baby friendly? Baby, baby. It's drill proof and touch screen. <laughs> Take it to the bathtub. Um, I guess um, uh, there's a yeah, bathroom. I'm, I'm um, starting to, to wind things up. Um, or uh, down. Uh, yeah. As, uh, I mean, a part of the show is, is that um, I, I wanted you to maybe share a little bit of it. Um, if people are listening that are, you know, thinking about going through the process of, of adoption, I mean, you know, not the whole story. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe parts of your story are similar to theirs, but um, as far as, um, you know, advice or insights or um, something that can at least maybe help them through the process or maybe help them at, you know, some emotional points during during their journey because it, it is – and I know each story is unique, but uh, you know, just sharing your story helped me learn a lot, and I know it will help people that listen to this show learn a lot and, and that read the adoption blog will help. Um, I, I guess maybe just if you can think of um, – and, and, and you probably both of you probably have gotten some questions as well going through this process. Um, if you can share with people that listen to this show as far as um, stuff that, that maybe can help them. I think, you know, one of the things that's, that's helped me, and I think when we went for our orientation and seeing other couples that were, you know, contemplating adopting as well, um, was, was really realizing that, you know, the birth mothers, every one of them is, is individual, they're unique, and that the most important thing is for you to be yourself, you know, that especially if you're going through a process like we are where the birth mother will choose you, um, you know, it's it's so important that you be yourself, not who you think that they would want you to be, but really, truly be yourself. And, you know, but also to realize that um, I think that some of the parents were having a difficult thought of, you know, this child not being totally theirs and, and worried about the baby being taken away or, you know, how do you explain that you're not their parent? But I think part of it is just to live into the reality that this child is not your biolo- biological child, but they can be your child in an even more incredible way. And I think mm. just to just to live into the reality of what it is, 
You know, this is not your biological child. Somebody else's sperm and egg came together to make this baby. And I think that once you really just realize that and, and try to figure out, then how does that look beautiful for us? It, it makes it so much easier. And it, it takes away a lot of the trepidation that I saw in a lot of the couples that DG and I are like. I mean, you know, yes, the baby may someday grow up and want to find their birth parents, but it doesn't mean you're not their parents. Um, you know, and so I, that that would be a huge advice point that I would give. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I think it's the. Uh, how do I say this? I, it was really good for me personally to go to the adoption agency for their for their uh, orientation. first orientation meeting. That was really good for me. Uh, and the other thing is, is I really would encourage you to be able to seek out other parents that have been adoptive parents that have been through the entire process and have worked with an agency or have not worked with an agency, just, I mean, just really just educate yourself on that because I, we've had, we've had several birth parents, you know, just, or not birth parents, we had several adoptive parents um, kind of just say, well, come over and eat. Mm-hmm. And we've gone to their house and we've eaten and we've got to play with their kids a little bit and, and just talk to them. And, and, you know, I could talk to the husband and she could talk to the wife and work through whatever we needed to work through and just be able to ask questions. And I think that's a huge key to the entire thing is find some community that have been down the same road and just ask tons of questions. And, and to me, I want to be there for anyone who might be wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can always leave comments on our blog and the adoption.holland's blog. You can send us emails or Twitter or whatever else. But I just, you know, I want to encourage uh, Timmy, I really just felt in the very beginning of this that whatever happens, we want to be able to be um, just be there for anybody else that might be struggling with with infertility, that would just be struggling with should they adopt. Maybe they already have kids, but they but they feel you know kind of a, a, a desire to adopt or something else like that. Then let's talk. We would love to kind of share with um, with anybody and everybody about what we've gone through and what we are continuing to go through. And I think, too, to to seek out people that are adopted and ask them, you know, if you were going to adopt a child, what would you do? How would you frame to them? You know, how, how would you share this with them? Because, you know, I think that oftentimes as adoptive parents, you think just about, you know, you're, you're going to get this baby. But there are other people involved in this process, and right. you're not just buying a product. You're bu- you're, you are literally buying a child. And, right. you know, so some of that, you know, and, and I mean, and people say really stupid things. You know, I have people say to me all the time, oh, well, you can have my kids, and I think your kids would be free, you know. Um, you know, and so and we're going to steal it, your child and go to Mexico, so deal with exactly. it. <laughs> Some, some of it, though, is just realizing that there's no way that people can comprehend what you're going through if they haven't gone through it. Um, you know, and so for some of that, you have to offer grace, but then also to know that, um, you know, another piece of advice I would give is just to be very organized. I mean, you, you really do have to be organized and, and keep copies of everything that you do and send off. You know, my, my aunt tells a story that, I mean, they were ready to go pick up my cousin and the adoption agency lost their file. And so my nephew was sitting in an orphanage in Mexico city for six months, you know, and I don't think that kind of stuff happens, you know, as much anymore, but you know, I've kept, you know, 
copies of everything. Um, and some of it, you know, I think the other thing is just to think of it as an exciting journey. It's not hoops you have to jump through. It's not, yes, parents who get pregnant naturally don't have to go through this, but you do, so you might as well make it fun, get you a cool notebook, and, and just do it and, and see what you can learn about yourself. And I feel like DJ and I have learned so much more about each other, about ourselves. Um, we've gotten the luxury, if if you want to say it that way, we've had the luxury of planning things that we never would have had the chance to. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, well said. Well said. You too. Well said. <laughs> 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 um, so is there anything I, is there anything I forgot? Is there any, uh, uh, is there, I guess, uh, I hate to use this phrase, but, uh, any kind of, uh, uh closing thoughts and stuff before, before we kind of, uh, wrap things up, uh, for the, uh, night? The, prover- the proverbial closing thoughts. Yeah. Butterflies. They don't fly and they're not made of butter. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. Just uh, we just appreciate and thank everyone uh, for their support, and, and even if it's just listening to this, and 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 trying to uh, love and care for another couple that might be out there. I guarantee there's probably a couple out there uh, that either has been adopted or has some experience with adoption, either a family member or uh, or even is wrestling with that. And, and so hopefully, with the words that you've heard tonight or this morning, whenever you listen to the podcast you could be able to be a support uh, for them and, and, and just care for them, whatever that is. So, so thanks so much for your support for us and listening, but continue to, you know, you are blessed so you can be a blessing to others. And we just want to encourage you to be able to do that. Yes. Well said. Well, DJ and Tiffany, I want to thank you again for coming on the show and, uh, and sharing me. You know, it's, and it's, you know, it, there's ups and downs through this, and there's going to continue to be um, ups and downs. Um, uh, but you know, that's you know that that that's what life is. And uh, you know, I uh, I know that uh, you know every once in a while something comes up, and I think of you guys and hope you're doing okay. And um, I know that you know just kind of talking with you and and you know just kind of reading your Facebook pages and 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 the adoption blog and you know, kind of seeing what's going on, uh, you know, um, you know, it's, I, 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 I'm, I'm excited as everyone else is in your life. Um, uh, you know, when, you know, when this is going to happen and, uh, you know, listening to your story and trying to understand a little bit about your story. Um, yeah, I, I definitely get it. I mean, it's, it's been tough at times, really tough at times. Um, and then there's been some, you know, good points, um, as well. And, just kind of going through this journey, you know, one day at a time, one check mark at a time, um, and I'm going to be going to be continuing things and thinking about you guys. And uh, you know, when it does happen, you know, I I, I will be you know cheering on like everybody else. Uh, and uh, it's it, it's been great to you know getting to know you in the past couple of years. And uh, you know, I I know our our paths were were meant to cross for a reason. And it's been, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun, you know, talking with you guys and, and getting to know your story. Um, you know, I know we joke around a lot, but it's just, uh, uh, it's, uh, it, it's great. It's fascinating. And uh, I, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's, it, it's really fun 
um, working with people who are, you know, they keep, they keep working, they keep praying, they keep doing, you know, to keep that dream alive. And you guys are definitely doing that. And, and it's great. It's great uh, watching them. You guys talk about it. Well, thanks for giving us the opportunity. It's, uh, it really is one of those just amazing things uh, to be able to be a part of that, that this uh, thing called life offers everyone to be able to experience. So thanks for experiencing with us. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, and I know this is your second podcast, man. I did, I did want to give a shout out to to what you run uh, your show earlier today. It was it was and if people want to check that out, and it's it's a very different content than this show. But it was very good. I listened to it when I got home. Uh, it, it's good stuff, and if people can check it out. It's on gspn.tv, and just search for. Um, about the church. It's episode number 110, and uh, uh, the title is What Do Mormons Believe? And uh, um, I don't want to get into the more of that um, right now, but, uh, you know, it's, it's good content, you know, and it's uh, I definitely learned something from that. Um, and, uh, I mean, you guys are definitely, you know, <laughs> experts in that field and it's just um, I love I love I love you know hearing people about what they're passionate about what 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 they're very knowledgeable about and it, it helped me learn a little bit more about uh, the both of you and uh, it, it's great learning about people in, in different types of um, arenas different types of spheres and and I do I do want to give my listeners at least the opportunity to check that podcast out as well because it's very good content and you guys did a great job on that today well, thank you. Yeah, it was uh, you know it's just one of those things where you get uh, we invited Tiffany to come in. I'm I'm a co-host of that uh, every single week. So, but uh, yeah, I've got another podcast called Praxis Podcast, P-R-A-X-I-S uh, Podcast dot com, and you can check that out if you want to. It has not been updated in a long time, just because I'm trying to get my life back to where some sense of normalcy. And of course, we have the highly inappropriate but tons of fun uh, tech video game news and and movie reviews of theguyspodcast.com and uh, you can check that out if that's uh, your flavor. And I have a podcast called iTunes.com <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Do you have a Twitter? At Tiffany, T-I-F-F-I-N-I-T-A my Twitter is at Argon52. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I want to say all this stuff not because I'm trying to self-promote it, but I just yeah. want to be able to allow people to be able to get a hold of us if they have questions or, uh, or just want to talk. Yeah. So. And no, and I do want to give a shout out to uh, to your Flickr uh, pictures too, there, DG, because I mean you take awesome pictures, and uh, I know one of these days when I, when I uh, get up the courage to get that DSLR uh, camera, that's you first, but. Uh, um, but you're on you're on Flickr as well, is that right for your pictures? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm definitely on Flickr. I think my you know it's um, gosh, it's like Flickr.com/slash/photos/slash/dgsflickr, F-L-I-C-K-R. And um, yeah, and, and one of the things I've been trying to tell people, I just thought that it'd be a kind of a cool way to be able to raise money for the adoption is if you see one of those photos and you want to buy one, uh, just let me let me know, and I would love to print one up and put it in a frame and send it to you and. Um, and uh, you can be able to take home uh, whatever photo. <laughs> it's, I, I really like doing photography. I love black and white landscape stuff, um, and uh, and I don't consider myself to be an expert, but I really enjoy doing it. Like it's just a huge ton of fun for me. And if anybody else wants to, you know, be able to enjoy that too, that would be a huge dream come true. And if you're having a baby, I'll crochet you a blanket. True. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so thanks a lot for being on the show. I'll, 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 put, I'll put all the links um, in, the, in the show notes. Uh, for the show. I just like saying show notes because I never do show notes, but I will because you guys are awesome. Uh, with, all, with, all the, with all the links there, especially the highly inappropriate guys podcast, which I think is highly inappropriate, but it's highly awesome. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, and people are like, "You're a pastor, and you're saying that's what she said every three minutes." I'm like, "Oh, no, that's true." <laughs> uh, and, and I feel bad because you guys asked me to be on the show, and, and and my, you know, my my Skype always screws up, so I feel bad about that. But uh, maybe one one day I'll get it fixed. <laughs> I guess not. No worries. <laughs> One thing uh, and then staying with us, and uh, thanks so much for listening to Dr. Anonymous. He is a phenomenal uh, guy that I met only uh, in person, only because of uh, of the internet, and has kind of blossomed into this beautiful, beautiful relationship. I'm, mean, I'm sorry, friendship. The internet. The internet. The series of tubes. But uh, but seriously, <laughs> I, thanks so much for supporting him and, and continue to be a phenomenal listener of the Dr. Anonymous show. He's He rocks. If you don't already know that, he does. <laughs> I guess my question is, how are you anonymous if I see you? You don't, really, you don't know what uh, that, that That's the thing. I'm like I'm like the least anonymous doctor out there, and I call myself <laughs> Dr. Anonymous. So that is exactly. my uh, – that's, no. that's, that's your That's your M.O. That's that's that's, your, that's, that's my comedy. MO. That's the comedy yes. part of Doctor. It's a Anonymous. riddle. That's right. I am I I am the uh, walking irony. Uh, I've been called worse, but that's what I call it. So. Yeah, and uh, how many times have you had that question asked? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Way to go, yeah. Tiffany. You say something <laughs> that every guest says. They do. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's 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 all good. Yeah. Big hug. Come here. Come here. Come here. Big hug. Oh. Uh, no. Okay. No. I mean. I, no, I mean UDG. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Hey, watch your hand. Oh, whoa, hey, hey. Those aren't uh, pillows. Oh, oh, yeah, awesome. Plane trains automobiles. I forgot awesome. to get his medication. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks again, uh, DG and Tiffany. It's great. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it'll be every six months to kind of see what's going on because I, uh, you know, and seriously, you know, I, I get, I get from my listeners and, and readers and and uh, you know, generally, you know, kind of you know, ask me just how you're doing and how things are going. And, you know, I direct them to the to the adoption blog and you know, just to give them updates and things. And uh, um, there's a lot of people out there. And, you know, I mean, I guess it happens with a lot of things, but, you know, a lot of people that you don't even know, uh, a lot of people I don't even know that listen to my show. And uh, oh. but they're they're thinking about you and hoping that you're OK and, and uh, you know, know that that the dream that you're you're working for is going gonna, gonna to come true. Well, I tell you, I mean, I know, you know, I'm a United Methodist pastor, a Christian dude, and I have uh, secular humanists and atheists supporting us because they just see how beautiful this uh, this adoption is. And I completely agree with them. I think it's just awesome that, that something as beautiful as a small child can bring so many people together. It's just a privilege to be a part of it. Yeah. All right. Well, well, thanks a lot for being on the show. Well, we'll talk real soon. Um, uh, I direct people to go to uh, uh, adoption.holums.com, and I'll put all the rest of the links in the uh, in the show notes for this show. And thanks a lot for being on the show. Well, we'll talk very soon. Uh, it's it, it's always great to talk to you guys. Great Thank talk you. to you. Have a great night. Bye. Okay. We'll see you later. 
All right, kids. So, uh, so that's the show here for tonight. Thanks. Thanks again to my uh, to my guests, uh, DJ and Tiffany Holmes. Uh, great story. Great, great story. And I want to thank everybody out there who who sent me feedback on on show number uh, 108 uh, back last summer. Um, I really appreciate that. I appreciate that you guys are listening out there. I appreciate you guys are engaged and asking questions and uh, following up and, and uh, um, on shows like this. Uh, it's great. It's incredible. I'm, I'm humbled by it, by people uh, to this show, um, even get up in the middle of the night um, and uh, listen around the world. Uh, so thank you so much for your support of this show, for your support of me and what I'm doing. Um, but uh, that's the show for tonight. Go to DrAnonymous.com, DrAnonymous.net, DrAnonymous.org. There's no shows uh, next week. I might do I, – I, um, in fact, I am going to do a Saturday show because uh, our good friend Kat in the chat room is going to help me out. It's Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, we're just going to have a good time. And we're going to be talking about uh, the very serious stuff of some reality TV. You know, I know. You know, come on. <laughs> Uh, and just to tease everybody, you know, coming into Saturday, um, you know, everybody knows that, uh, you know, Dancing with the Stars, Cat's uh, good friend, uh, <laughs> got voted off this week, and we'll talk about that and some other uh, serious and non-serious. So I'll see everybody Saturday night right back here, blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous, and uh, also my links as well. Uh, that's all I have for you here this evening, and uh, have a good night, everybody, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday night. Let me find a song here to go out on, and here we go. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.